Hello, and welcome to the Humumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. The podcast where we watch 31 horror movies throughout the hallowed month of October. Ranging from the critically acclaimed to film school projects gone gruesomely awry. And we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Sully Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously. It's day 28 of our podcast, and we are still here. <laughs> I see what you did there. I did that. I, I see just what you totally did, there. did it. I washed it. That's what the people in the know call it. We are still here. Wash. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. No. Um. So we're talking about the movie We Are Still Here, as you may or may not have been able to figure out. I think it was very obvious. Um. And what I would like to start with is discussing how much you agonized over whether <laughs> we should watch this movie or not. Yes, I... Saw it on the list of top horror movies from the 2010s. It was high up on the list, so it seemed like it would be good. And then I popped up the trailer and went, I've totally seen this. Or have I seen the trailer? Have I seen it? Or just the trailer? And this continued for six or seven hours. It's still going on. It's not going on anymore. Oh, it's an eternal thing. There is a universe. We are still here. There's a universe in which we are still there <laughs> listening to you try to decide whether or not we should watch this movie. Well, folks, spoiler alert. In the end, I discovered that, in fact, I have seen this movie before, but I barely remembered anything. So we did watch it. We did. And uh, was it an enjoyable second viewing of this movie? Like, did, are you glad you watched it all the way through again? Well, I mean, it kind of felt like basically it was just a first viewing because oh, okay. it was fine. I okay. Barely remembered anything, which says something about the movie right there. Yes. Yes, that does. We Are Still Here is a story of a, you know, older middle-aged couple who has lost their college-aged son in some kind of accident. Um, it's never really clear what happened to him. No, uh, somebody discussed it while they were driving. Oh, right. Hit by a flatbed. Yes, or it was such. a car accident as he was driving home from school. So they lose their son. The wife in particular is having a very difficult time grieving this. Um, so apparently they leave the city, they said. I, I think they meant New York City and move out to a very yeah. rural house. And uh, this is the story of what happens to them in this house, which has history. It does have history. Do you know what that history is? Having seen this movie twice, <laughs> are you clear as to what is happening? I think I know what you're getting at. And I heard you acting very confused during the movie. And to me, it seemed very straightforward. Please explain, because I feel like... There were multiple, it's sort of like they couldn't decide if they wanted this to be a family getting revenge story or a gods who are, have cyclical needs to devour the community story or just a straight up 
I'm mourning the loss of my dead son story. And so they took pieces from all of them, and crammed them all into the same box, but they didn't all weld together nicely. <laughs> they needed more flux on their billet. <laughs> right? We've been watching a lot of Forged in Fire lately. Um, no, I just, I feel like they put all the pieces together and none of it, it's like they're trying to build a puzzle out of pieces from three different puzzles. So well, please explain to me what uh, All happened. of those pieces are in there, but I think they're simple enough. First of all, you talk a lot about Lovecraft and his tentacles, but in fact, this is more Lovecraft. This is the unknowable ancient evil is in this house and they dug it up. That's a thing. That's a love that's what Lovecraft is about is digging too deep and finding things you shouldn't find. Why is he so afraid of Knowledge? underground? I don't know. He's afraid of space, too. The stars, that's where Cthulhu lurks. Isn't he also sort of afraid of really deep water? Yeah, the ocean is another... It's anything. It's it's all about going to new places and finding things and that the danger of that. So he would have been one of those guys who would have just stayed in Europe forever and, like, forget this whole traveling across the new world. Like, yes. here be monsters, he would believe that and would just be like, let's stay home. Yeah, probably. But... Hmm. All right. Uh, this ancient evil lived under this house. People dug it up, I guess, probably while they were building the house for the Dagmars. You know, the mortuary. In the 1800s, these Dagmar, this Dagmar family moved into town. They were going to be the, what do you call them, undertakers, funeral people, mm -hmm. funeralites of the town. And so the town built them this house slash mortuary. And probably in digging it up, they dug up ancient evil. So... The ancient evil demanded sacrifice or, you know, just laid waste to their town. There were a bunch of articles during the credits about, you know, like birth problems and crops dying. It was basically the goddess from the apostle, right? Sure. Okay. But it was over, like, if you looked at the dates, it was, yes. you know, I, I I didn't do the math, but I assume it was every 30 years. Because the movie very clearly, in two <laughs> different situations, expositionally explained that they came out every 30 years. Very, very Did much Did not so. work it into the story in any way. No. We're just like, hey, by the way, this happens every 30 years. Yeah. So it wanted a family. I don't know how they knew that. But they murdered the Dagmars to feed it. Dagmars didn't want to be murdered. So they stuck around and were like, this is my house. And they would kill people who came into the house, which was very convenient for the town because the town was like, all right, well, let people move in once every 30 years. They'll get murdered by you and the ancient evil will be happy. And that's how it went. Okay. Yep. That's what I heard in the movie too. Okay. The thing is... That doesn't make any sense. Why are the Dagmars helping the townspeople who murdered them in the 1800s? Well, you know, when people are ghosts, this is something you'll learn someday, Soli. When people are ghosts, they don't see the world the way we do. They don't understand it as we do. They're simply filled with an inner rage and purpose. Okay. Okay. Fine. Then why did they change how they're acting this time and go after the townspeople? Well, it's funny you should say that. I don't know. I would say, number one, because the townspeople came into the house, which was a really stupid idea. And why did they do that? Uh, they knew better than well, to do that. Because Dave, the cool dude of the town, was like... Why haven't you killed them yet? They've been here two weeks. Normally, they kill them immediately. Okay, so and then... And this is where we think, perhaps, Bobby was afoot. So somehow, 
Bobby, this is the dead college kid, came with his parents to this new house, and he is somehow protecting his parents from the Dagmars. Seems that way, I would say. And so then the townspeople, even though they know full well that anyone who goes in that house in these every 30-year things, decide the way to solve the fact that they're the things aren't moving fast enough is to go into the house. And then once they went into the house, then the Dagmars are like, now we can seek our revenge on these people who are many generations past the people who actually killed us. Yeah, well, some more than others. This Dave guy has been around a while. <sighs> I'm telling you, the logic of this movie is a little shaky. <sighs> also, if the townspeople had waited like four more seconds. <laughs> yes. The Dagmars would have finished killing off the family that came to visit Bobby's family, and they would have been happy. The well, gods, yeah. apparently the god, we never actually saw these gods. True. We only saw That's the Dagmars. part of it is you can never see them. They are unknowable. Yeah. Here's what I think. <laughs> okay. Same problem with most religions. Somebody killed the Dagmars and then made up a story about an unknowable god who needed to be fed a family. Yeah. And now, for generations, this town has just decided, you know what? We have a curse. We have to kill people every 30 years. We don't want to. We're being forced to. In fact, at one point in the movie, the Dave guy was all whiny about how the the townspeople <laughs> have been forced to deliver families. Yeah. Like, no, you haven't. Every time you have a little bad luck in the world, you decide well, that, that murdering people is the way yeah. to solve the problem. That's a real thought. People are disgusting. Yeah, they are. Ugh. Yeah. It makes you want to burn them alive or suck them through the floor into a wood chipper. Right? Yeah. I was sort of Team Dagmar for this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and that was what I was kind of looking for in the ending would, was them... You know, they started murdering all the townspeople that showed up and then getting Dave. And I, it was what I wanted. Like, I wanted them to turn and get their revenge. But it wasn't It wasn't all the way there. Like, it wasn't them just going, oh, you guys are here now. Let's do this and ignore this family. Right. That would have been really nice. And then, like, poof away because we've done what we needed to do. We got our revenge. Oh, yeah. No, they just went down to the basement. <laughs> They're going to be back 30 years later. Yeah. And, I mean, how's 30 years of living with the crispy Dagmars going to affect Ghost Bobby? Ghost Bobby. Well, I mean, we we know he can move with his family, so they're probably moving out is my guess. Are they, though? Because now they think Bobby lives in this house. Well, they should realize that they t take Bobby with them where they go. I mean, at the end, they both sort of seemed like they were okay with the house that was splattered with red paint. That's what I was thinking about this house was... Let's say, like in most ghost movies, if this movie had ended with them exercising the ghosts and everything's all good, right? Yeah. It's still an absolute ruin. Like, you're never cleaning that up. You have to level this house and start over. Like, just don't dig any deeper. disgusting. <laughs> it's just splattered on every wall. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if any of the townspeople at any point thought, you know what? We released this ancient god by digging this hole, which wasn't even deep. It wasn't even at the bottom of the basement. It was on the side of the basement near the roof. <laughs> well, the ceiling yeah. of the basement. Fill in the hole, you guys. Maybe. I mean, ancient evils can be pretty tricky. You're still asking me to believe that an ancient evil exists. <sighs> I don't know. I had issues with this movie. I, I'm seeing it. But it's very possible that 
It's for all the same reasons that I have issues with a lot of Lovecraftian things. Oh, you I and Lovecraft. don't buy it. Like, it's just too, ooh, ancient gods are so evil. That's what's we fun about it. We have to do it. terrible things well, because they said so. Yeah. I'm not on that side. I feel like Lovecraft had some issues. Sure. <laughs> but then the other thing about all these, the demon, whatever, mm-hmm. awakens every 30 years. Mm-hmm. Eats a family, mm-hmm. goes back to sleep. This time, oh, that thing is so overstuffed. They may have killed it. <laughs> right, its you little know? stomach might just burst. Yeah, its little brain, its little fear stomach or soul stomach. <laughs> so that brings up the deep issue that you know. Every we try to think about, like, ooh, what's uh-huh. the important topic we can talk about here? So this movie seems to bring up the idea of what is family. Yes, that's a big question to me. Because there doesn't seem to be a lot of consistency to it. Again, not a lot of internal logic. Like the Dagmars looked like there was a dad, a mom, and a little girl. Yeah, or maybe there might have been two kids, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe an older girl and a little girl, but it makes more sense that it would be dad, mom, daughter, right? So why don't they need that every 30 years? Well, I mean, nobody said they needed that. Like, so so some years, it's okay if it's just an elderly, middle-aged couple. Yeah. Some years, it can be a couple and their grown-up son and his girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> not some years, it's the same year. But, like, it doesn't seem to make sense that they're, like, you would think there would be some kind of definition of family that well, they had. yes. And that's where I feel like, like I said in the beginning... It doesn't make any sense that they would know this thing, quote, needs a family. And what I feel like is it needs to eat some people. Like, right. you know, like four or five people and we're good. But the thing is, they sold this house to two people. So apparently they think two people is enough. But also, I don't know who they is because Dave was very surprised that these people moved in. Or maybe he wasn't. Maybe his big surprise was that they were still alive. I guess that was his issue. Yeah, because they'd been there for a week and he was like, (laughs) wait, what? Yeah. Get to work. Yeah. So if two people was going to satisfy this god, but instead the god ate one. No, he didn't eat the two people. He ate their two friends, their son, his girlfriend, and and like six or seven (laughs) townspeople. Yeah, at least. I sort of am a little afraid that now this ancient god is like, oh, I would like a buffet every 30 years, please. Two isn't going to cut it. Yeah. I feel like he's over full and he doesn't feel good. He might not even get up 30 years from now. (laughs) It's possible. He's going to take a break. It's possible. Uh, This movie was very bleak. It was bleak. It was it was definitely in the field of slow horror movies where it's just so really slow. like lots of shots of just like a tree or this metal hook on the side of the house. Let's look at that for a minute. It's yeah. a tone and it's a mood. And I enjoy that stuff when it, it's good. It was very atmospheric. Yes. And I don't enjoy that. Like... I tend to enjoy that more when I'm reading it because mm. there's a lot of like internal dialogue happening. Like, great, have mom stare out the window for 45 minutes <laughs> and I get to hear what she's thinking about her son and her memories and this and that and how she's feeling. I can handle that with reading. But with a movie, if someone's just staring into space thinking about something, 
I don't care how good an actor they are, they rarely can get across <laughs> what they're thinking just with their eyes. So you think there should be cartoon bubbles, thought bubbles? Yes, this movie would have been better as a cartoon. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. That would have been cool. <laughs> but there were several of those instances where it was like Dagmar, you know, crispy Dagmar dad looked at the dad. The, you know, the living dad looked him in the eyes and the living dad looked back at him and they just had intent eye contact. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are saying to each other. I can't hear you. Yeah. It was not, I don't know. It wasn't interesting to me. Hmm. And the other thing about the look and style was this movie was not only set in the 70s, but was made to be like a 70s movie. Like it looked and felt like one. Very 70s. It was old-fashioned. Like yes. it was it was outdated, much <laughs> like their couch. Yes, their couch <laughs> and everything else they owned. Yes. No, it and and I don't know. I mean it it was a weird choice to me for them to choose to take the outdated elements of 70s horror movies and make a movie with those elements. Yeah, but that, that's the thing, you know, they've done a bunch of them. House of the Devil is another one just like this, where it's just like, it's an homage to what we had in the 70s. And that's that appeals to people who were middle aged in the 70s. I mean, I guess, yeah, if it had been made in the 70s, and I had watched this now, much like Halloween, mm. I would have been like, huh, I can sort of see why people might have enjoyed this. This was definitely scarier than Halloween to yeah. me. But also, it doesn't hold up over time. But <laughs> over the sad the thing is, years this was, was made <laughs> in 2015. So, like, they just set it up so that when you think about it, you're like, well, this didn't hold up. Yeah. I don't know. I it, can it see that. It seemed strange to me. It worked for me much more than, for example, House of the Devil, which I don't think you've seen. Mm. But it was a, kind of a slasher movie. Which was just so insanely boring. Like nothing happened for the first hour and a half. And that was kind of true to 70s movies. Yeah. And this I... was much more modern in the sense that it moved along, even though it was slow paced, like stuff happened and we got somewhere. Yes. Yes. Stuff definitely was happening. I feel like even when we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there were mm -hmm. big chunks where we're like, nothing is happening. How is this considered such a classic <laughs> and terrifying movie? Yeah. Nothing. They're just wandering through the wood or wandering through the brush endlessly. I like Blair Witch. <laughs> I mean, stuff happened there, though. One of the bleak elements about it was that it took place in a very rural area with lots of fields and distant forests during the wintertime. So it was... Everything was kind of white, grayed out. Yeah. The house had gray paint on it. It was, you know, lots of wind and blowing snow and stuff. It had a very cold feel to it. But for me, it also had a very familiar feel to it. Like mm -hmm. the first few shots, I was like, oh, this could have been shot somewhere on the road between where we live and where my mom lives. Like, yeah. I feel like I drive past this house every time I go visit my mom. Be careful. I know, right? Yeah. And it had that... Like, part of that is because we, you know, the, that space between those two houses is very rural. But also, it's just that kind of country road, lots of fields, distant forests, <laughs> covered with snow is a very familiar central Minnesota sort of feel. Of course, you looked it up. New York. And it was in New York, which... I was able to guess. I was like, I oh, was if it's not Minnesota, then it's probably rural New York because I feel like they have a lot of similarities. Hmm. Weird. I know, right? But it makes sense to me 
that like when they went to the burger joint and they walk in and it's filled full of locals <laughs> and they all just turn and stare at them. Yeah. Like I have been there. <laughs> in fact, I've been there here in central Minnesota because I moved away for 30 years, 20 years. And when I came back, I was enough of a stranger that, you know, we, we, you and I will walk into a place and the locals will all give us the eyeball. Yeah. And, and like, then sacrifice us to a demon. <laughs> right. And I have this like kind of deep inner need that I resist, but I feel like I want to be like, you guys, I grew up here. Like I belong. Like, don't look at me like that. I'm one of you, but yeah, one of you too. is a very specific thing. And if you leave or you come from away, you're sacrificing your ability to be one of in a rural community, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what most horror movies are about. <laughs> yes, often. often. So it's every 30 years, which is interesting because that's just like the movie It and the book. And I think some other stories, too. That seems to be a popular time frame. Also fun. Every 30 years, like clockwork, he says. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, every 30 years or so. Like, <laughs> Telling you, <laughs> the internal logic was shaky. Why did he shoot the girl at the burger I place? I don't know. I can't believe he shot the girl. And then nobody cared? Nobody cared at all. Like, the bartender was like, oh, I shouldn't have sent the girl, the new girl over there because it might be you and you would shoot her. Yeah. <laughs> Dave shoots the new, the new waitress at the burger bar and then the owner of the burger bar is like, oh, I'm sorry you had to shoot her. Yeah. Wait. What? That's not who you should be apologizing to right now. And should we be at all concerned that there's a body on the sidewalk covered in blood that people just heard a gunshot? I guess in this town, we don't care. Yeah, they don't care in this town. But why Why did she have to die? I, I, that did not make any sense. No, that was messed Didn't up. Didn't tie into anything else. It seemed very random. Although, this is also a movie in which someone swallowed a sock. <laughs> yes. I mean... He was possessed by an ancient god or a demon or an angry Dagmar. Dagmar. It was Dagmar possessing So, him. I mean, I feel like possession Warren's and sock socks. swallowing go hand in hand. Maybe they do, but I've never seen it before. It's new and fresh. Well, in the sense that if something is possessing a body and you do something to stop that body from, like, mm. talking, the demon who's possessing the body is going to do something that might not be good for the body because it doesn't care about the body. I noticed he did some things that weren't good for the body. Yeah, yeah, he didn't care about that body at all. To go back to your every 30 years point, though, I am going to reiterate that somewhere between 40 and 50 is when most people start having to, being forced to deal with the traumas of their childhood. Mm -hmm. Like that their brains can no longer continue to pretend that things didn't happen to them or ignore those things. And I think that's why we get that. Like something happens to somebody when they're 10 and when they're 40, they're like, oh, I have to actually confront this thing or it's going to destroy me. So 30 years symbolically then is how long we can suppress evil before it comes back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Uh, and you know what? The more horror movies we watch and the more we talk about, like, those kinds of time frames or when people end up making movies or when people, you know, how old they are when they write it and what time period they choose to yeah. set them in, 
I am very certain that there is something cyclical about a human being's ability to suppress those bad feelings. And 30 to 40 years is right around the max. Well, that is interesting. Deep thoughts. Uh, this is like a, like a, you know, big human understanding piece that I have garnered from all of these horror movies we've watched. I could write a thesis about this. I'm not going to, but I could. Oh, I think you should. Oh, no, thank you. Go. I, I think a lot of people, the trauma they experience when they're young is writing thesis papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of whiskey being consumed in this movie. There was. A lot of whiskey. I don't think it was all whiskey, though. There was a whiskey bottle, but there was something else, and I couldn't, mm. I didn't recognize what it was. I didn't read what it was. But yeah, they were doing a lot of drinking in this movie. Out Everybody. Of the same glasses over and over without uh -huh. washing them. Nobody seemed to be washing those glasses. Mm -mm. Those like crystal cut glasses yeah. that I think we have a set of those in my <laughs> cabinets because I got them from my grandparents. I'm sure yeah. they're from the 70s. Yeah, that's what happened in the <laughs> 70s. Everyone just drank the whole time because they were like, look at these clothes we're wearing. <laughs> look at how ugly our couch is. <laughs> Pour me a drink. <laughs> that's what it was. I mean, the 70s were not pretty. You know, they weren't. And I don't remember them having only been no. around for the very tail end. Neither do I. But I look back and I'm just so confused. <laughs> So confused. Yeah. They were like, this looks good. Although I sort of feel that way about the 80s, too. Like, there's some very strange fashion choices from the 80s. where That's I, true. I just saw something on Facebook where somebody posted pictures of these, like, clothing patterns from, I forget, there's, like, a really famous brand is McCall's or something like that. But, like, patterns you could go to the, you know, fabric store and buy so that, you know, you buy the fabric, you buy the patterns, you make your own clothes at home. Sure. And it was a pattern for like this jumpsuit, like this <laughs> one piece jumpsuit, but like with puffy legs and puffy well, arms. sure, yeah. And then like this bib sort of collar. <laughs> and, and all of them were in, like it was clearly suggested that you make them in like these crazy floral patterns. Why? Well, for awesomeness. And they were supposed to be for adults. Like these these were <laughs> pictures of grown women wearing onesie jumpers with bib collars in floral patterns, like field of flowers for floral patterns. It was very strange. Yeah. I mean, I imagine people will look back, you know, 30, 40 years from now at what we're wearing now and what people in general wear now and be like, what were they thinking? I suppose. But the 70s... Yeah. I mean, it's like they didn't know what colors were. I know. Why was there this period where like avocado, where they had to pick the <laughs> ugliest version of all the colors? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, let's mix little avocado and mustard. And rust. Yeah. Avocado, mustard, rust, and teal? No. I mean, maybe. Nah. I, no, yeah, like a dark, I can see it. Yeah, like a really dark teal. I'm pretty sure my grandma had some of that color somewhere. Yeah. And, but, and they put all those colors together. Mm-hmm. Just sure. Let's make it a plaid pattern of that. Oh, you guys. It's over, Soli. It, it was 40 years ago. <laughs> and here I am dealing with the drama from it. Yeah. Oh. So let's talk about the horror since we're supposed to be talking about horror movies. Oh, yeah. The horror in this movie 
seemed to be much like decor in the 70s based on chaos and dissonance. Yeah, that was um, quite a finale to the movie. Like the movie goes on and it feels like, oh, this is a haunted house movie and you know, creepy things are going to be falling and, you know, you're going to hear noises and see things in the darkness. And then at the end, it's just like, nah, forget it. Everything explodes. Yeah. Just blood spurting everywhere. Arterial spray. Explodes in the gory sense, not so much the fire sense. There were a couple of stock shots Sort of like the sort yeah. of the sort of shot where they filmed them and then they just like plugged them in in various places to add to the gore and the scariness of it. <laughs> yeah. But when they filmed them, I'm pretty sure all that they did was they had like a big like bucket of blood and slop that they bought from some like like processing plant or yeah. butcher shop and they would just like upend the bucket onto the floor and film as it like splatted on the ground <laughs> like yeah. that shot showed up several times yeah it was definitely a uh splatter house Ugh. at the end and lots of like the, oh there was the one where who was it who was getting killed then? Was that when Dave got killed? Where suddenly the camera is just spiraling out of control? No, that was somebody else. It was just crazy. The Like, one of the Dagmars climbed on somebody and started eating their face, basically. And then the camera just got on top of them and just spun at light speed. It was like a transition in the Batman TV series. But it just kept going and going and <laughs> yeah, going. Faster and faster. It yeah, it was intense. And then even the credits at the end, it was it was all about the dissonance and the like this will make you uncomfortable. The sound, the music was mm-hmm. very clangy and dissonant and the shots were all like I know, if I shoot it at this angle, it will make you feel unsettled. Like it was all of these like very like basically still shots around the outside of the house, so it was the bleakness but also yeah. like not quite framed right, not quite tilted right, so that when you're looking at it, your brain is going, no, fix it. Makes me think of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the ultimate in unsettling. Yeah, which I suppose comes from that seven. I mean, I I feel like yes. unsettled is the theme of the 70s. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just Definitely. in general, like not 70s horror, just like the 70s. And then interestingly, this movie is about people who try to settle in and the house and the community is like, no, unsettle. Oh, I love that. That's so good. (laughs) Very nicely done. I I thought that was stupid. I mean, I can tell you just pulled that right out of your ear, but I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, pulled it out of somewhere. It was good. It was good. Going in, this was definitely my kind of movie. This is there's a ghost and we want to figure out what it wants to to solve the problem and it kind of did that but then it went off the rails at the end with insanity and uh that was cool and i like the kind of slow build and the bleak tone but on the flip side of that the whole 70s thing brought in a lot of elements that were not for me like the acting I wouldn't necessarily say it was bad acting, but it felt like bad acting because they were kind of intentionally doing this 70s style of acting mm-hmm. where like a woman would grab a man's arm and be like, but Bill, that's 70s <laughs> acting for you. 
just for that's free. I'm not charging for that. But it was things like that, and you know, just a lot of screechy, off-putting things, and it made a lot for a lot of weird scenes, like people acting very strangely because they were acting seventies, mm-hmm. I guess. And the plot didn't really work out because of the whole going off the rails madness. But I did kind of enjoy the structure of it, what what was going on with the multiple layers of ghosts that drove you so insane. So, all in all, that basically comes around to a middle-of-the-road movie. So, I'm going to give this three tasty socks out of five. Okay. There were a few things that I liked about this movie. For example... There was a scene where Jacob is being possessed by Dagmar and talking about the son being dead. And you can see that there's confusion that Paul, the dad who lives there, whose son died in the accident, thinks that that's the son they're talking about. And we as the audience know that he's actually talking about Jacob's son who did show up at the house and then got killed before anybody knew he was there. And... Like that was that was written in such a way that it was it was interesting. Like it was kind of fun for me to be able to see the diff- the two different sides of that scene and the way, you know, the way Jacob as he's being possessed is you can sort of see him realizing that it's not Bobby who's who the yeah. demon is ta- or the ghost is talking about. Um I liked that. I kind of liked the gore the way the gore was done i don't like it i know i know not because i liked the gore but because in terms of 70s movie gore it was better done honestly if this movie had been made in the 70s i'd still be saying it didn't really hold up (laughs) but i would also be saying it held up better than most movies from the 70s -hmm. which i guess is saying something since it's not from the 70s (laughs) So I liked the way they did the horror piece of it. I do think it was, it had scary parts to it. And I didn't dislike the story itself. I dislike how the story was told and how it, I don't feel like it was told in a way that did the interesting creativity of the story justice. Yeah, there was so much exposition just raw exposition dave especially would just be like by the way guys here's the plot right and and it didn't need to be that way there were so many other parts of it that weren't that way yeah it it was a little disjointed in that it sort of felt like two different people had written it yeah depending on which part you were looking at you know i liked all the different elements the demon or you know the the ghosts and the ancient god and the dead son and putting them all together in a movie is very ambitious and and i can respect that but then you have to do it in a way that makes sense and is consistent because otherwise it's way too much and you it's there were too many places where i'm like but that doesn't make sense like why are they doing that why if dave knows that he needs to yes. feed a family to the ancient gods in yeah. order to protect his town. Why does he keep talking about how scary the house is and trying to chase the people out of it? Yeah, that, that doesn't weird. make sense. Does not make sense. Um, why did they murder the waitress girl for no reason and then not discuss it in any other place in the movie? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. There, there were definitely things that had potential. I don't think the potential was reached in most of those areas. And because of that, 
I am going to give this movie two and a half tasty socks out of five. All right. Yeah, I liked how the town was also involved. Like that was mm-hmm. a whole other element besides the ones you mentioned, like the town being kind of a cult mm-hmm. for controlling this whole thing. And like, so that it had a b- bunch of different layers like that, but yeah. Right. The only person in the whole movie who didn't seem to think it was okay to do what the town is doing in terms of inviting people to live in this house so that they will be killed and uh-huh. protect the town was the wife of Dave. Yep. And she ends up murdered. Somehow, by someone. I'm guessing by Dave. Why? He liked to murder people. It's because she got out of line. He was was not great, that Dave. I just, it didn't work. It could have worked. And I'm a little angry that they took this really interesting story and got lazy and didn't do the final editing that was needed to make it work. Yeah. Like, put your butt in the chair and put the time into editing. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, let's see what interesting stories there are for us tomorrow. All right. I'll meet you here. On the flippity-floppity. My pen is broken. You've said that already. But it's broken.